Perfect. All right, cool. Yeah. Thanks. Magic. Well, let's right. let's hear that story. All right, it's story time. Where's your theme song? Is this? <laughs> I. It's in development. The theme song. Um, the Tyler Corner. We'll we'll fi- we'll figure something out by next year. But yeah. So wait, the the Dino story, right? Where it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm hanging out. We're hang. I don't remember where we were hanging out before. We were at like some tiki bar or whatever. Yeah. And it's that time of the night where I always suggest <laughs> we should go to Dino's, <laughs> and and my friends actually took me seriously for once. So for we went. People so we, that don't live in Vegas, Dino's is like it's Patty's Pub. In it's Vegas. Patty's Pub oh, okay. in Vegas. I feel like that's gl- I feel like that's making it sound too nice. <laughs> it's Patty's Pub in Vegas with more like VD. <laughs> God, it, am I it, wrong? It's also my favorite bar. Yes. Um, if that tells you All anything right. about context. me, context. There we go. So yeah, so we're going to we're going to Dino's, and it's packed. It's crazy. It's I mean I've been on a busy night, but this is something else. So we walk in, uh, and they they have like a guy at the door this this night. It's real busy, and uh, my friend that I'm with, uh, before we even set foot in the door, it's like Ron Jeremy, like six o'clock. <laughs> Not six o'clock. That'd be behind us. But <laughs> <laughs> twelve o'clock. We walk in the door and he's like, "Ron, Jeremy's right there," and we're like, "Okay, whatever." <laughs> like, I, we don't know what he's talking about, you know. But we walk in and sure enough, um, at the at the front table, like there's a um, there's like a little stage where they do karaoke, like right when you walk in to the left of the entrance. And at the first table, there's Ron, Jeremy, and his crew just hanging out, and he's just he's kicking there. It. Yeah, he's just there watching the karaoke or whatever. I'm like, okay, that's that's cool. So we take a seat. We end up at the table like right behind him, and he's just chilling, man. You know, like people are going up there like every now and then asking him like to, I don't know, to like sign something, and like all these girls are like getting his number and stuff. All these girls' boyfriends are looking real mad, and, and it's great, you know. And he's just rocking out to karaoke, like the girl he's hanging out with is singing some song. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I gotta go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. Doubt I'll miss much. <laughs> so I'm in there. Boy, you know, were you the, wrong? The, you're right. <laughs> I'm in the bathroom, which looks like a crime scene, by the way. There's like blood on the walls. <laughs> Dino's. <laughs> and, and it's Dino's. <laughs> it's a normal night at Dino's. <laughs> You're like tiptoeing your way through the bathroom. And then I hear while I'm in there, I'm like, oh, the music stopped. There's not a lot going on. Maybe I should go check that out. So I leave. Sure enough, Ron Jeremy's on stage. Like in between the time when I leave and I get back, he ended up on stage. And he's like, I want to do a little something special for you guys. You know, this is like a couple <laughs> days before Christmas. <laughs> the listeners are like, where's this going? Yeah. <laughs> what am I about to um, see? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ron Jeremy's on stage, and of all things, he pulls a harmonica out of his pocket. And he's like, okay. I want to I do this number for you. He goes in to like this rendition of Jingle Bells. It blows everybody's mind. And then he, he ends up doing this like five-song medley. It's like Jingle Bells. I think he does like rudolph or something he does like hark the herald angel sing a, a pretty deep christmas cut you know i was i was like dang ron jeremy knows the deep cuts you know and then on um, the harmonica nonetheless yeah exactly. I, on the harmonica and he's actually really good that's what like, like he's actually like, good yeah yeah like he's he's got like the dynamics down and everything he has like a real good understanding of like the scales because it's hard to do songs on harmonica because you, you don't always have 
all the notes to do like a bunch of different songs. So yeah. you really have to know what you're doing. But he's doing it. <laughs> and he does a couple Christmas songs, and then he goes into Beethoven. He's doing uh, Ode to Joy. And I'm like, this, this slaps, my guy. <laughs> and then um, he, he wraps up with like this stirring rendition of the national anthem. He's up there doing the Star Spangled Banner. People are like standing up. <laughs> like, Hands over like, their hearts. Like, like half the bar is like filming this on their phones. The other half is like right standing so. up with their hands on their hearts and like they got their cowboy hats over, you know. <laughs> and he just, he just ends it, man. You know, he's like, thank you very much. And uh, it's the most amazing harmonica medley I've ever seen. And I've seen Stevie Wonder live. <laughs> so welcome to chess talk hmm? welcome to chess talk we're on episode uh eight thousand and uh 42 that's it that's pretty much uh, yeah that's that it no, yeah 100 pretty close yeah 77 178. Oh, you were close. I didn't even know that. Bro, 178. Thanks for listening to that cold open. I hope you enjoyed Tyler's tale of the city (laughs) and his Ron Jeremy expedition. So, you never went to Dino's while you were here, Rob, right? I never went to Dino's while I was there, unfortunately. Clearly, I missed out, though. Some good things happen there. (laughs) Very clearly. Oh, I'm well. sure that's not a normal not, night. Not a lot of good things happen. Yeah. Some good stories yeah. come out of Dinos. I have, I have, a, I have a couple great Dino stories. Yeah. Tyler and I are playing chess. While well, this chess. is happening, he's he's got to go first. Are you I, gonna beat me to end out the year? Start off the new year. I, I, I don't know why you'd embarrass yourself by bringing more attention to the uh, to the to SmackDown the, this crazy win I'm about to that's pull great. off. Um, yeah. So this is the. Technically, it's going to be the first episode of the year, but we're recording it right before New Year's. Ooh, so, that's confusing. I know. How, how confusing is it? What do we talk about? Which which way are we going with this? Uh, Rob is here as well. I, he's yes. not really here. I mean, he's, I'm there in uh, digital spirit. Yeah. I, I was going to say spirit, but I was like, you don't have a soul. So it's like, you're here in code. There we go. Code. He's that's in the it. cloud. Yeah, he's digital in the spirit. You don't have a soul. Sounds like the lyrics to like a Saint Vincent song. It does. It really it's a new does. album. Fun. It's leaked. So Put yeah, that he's down. Copyright it. Yeah. You're welcome, Manny. Right now, it's recorded. It's on chess talk. You can't fight it. <laughs> we are gonna talk about some Spider-Man. Yeah. Because we all you saw it, right, Rob? Multiple I saw Spider-Man. it uh, Friday okay. night. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about that, and then we're going to have a little reflection on 2018, and then some hopes for 2019. So it's going to be a probably a shorter episode. We'll see if Tyler has more stories that come out. It might be a longer one, but get some more Dino stories. That's the only thing I did this year. So. <laughs> you were at Dino's every day. Dino's, Dino's, yeah. Dino's. I went 365 days at Dino's, and that's the only thing that happened. I mean. That's a story in itself. Every other story just ends up with me passing out on the pool table. So, uh, Do you guys want to talk about what you've been up to? If you had a good Christmas, sure. everyone have a good Christmas. Yeah, I, I, I had a nice Christmas. That's good. You hung out in the snow, Rob. I did. On Christmas. I just got yeah. a hammock and uh, got tied some trees. Just hung out up there for a couple hours. It was nice. Uh, not really. I just took the dog up there, okay. uh, the wife and I. <laughs> and uh, where I, did you go? I forget. It's near. Uh, if you're anywhere near Washington, it's the uh, Summit. Uh, I can't think of the name of what you call a ski resort. I guess a ski resort. 
that general area on the east side, and we just pulled off onto a, a snow park, let the dog in- introduced him to the snow, and had him run around for about an hour or so, and then drove back home because it was pretty close. Uh, he had a ton of fun. He didn't know what to do with the snow. He thought it was a ball when he threw it at him. And we found an igloo. We found someone who made an igloo, and that was pretty cool. We got the dog Whoa. in there. Like a real igloo? No. Yeah, kind of. I mean, it was made out of sheets of snow, so... But pretty otherwise, pretty quiet. We we had a roast and just hung out at home. Who did you roast? My brother. Fucking normies online. Yeah, and the normies. What about you guys? What did you guys do? What I do for Christmas? Yeah, did you have a good one? Yeah, yeah. I uh, I got some I got some cool things. I got Bluetooth headphones that you're currently that not wearing. I forgot to bring today. <laughs> I got the swaggy denim jacket I'm wearing. Oh, that's nice. As, as our viewers at home can see, and I got. I got piano and a microphone. Uh, the uh, yeah, I got the. Uh, it's like a really nice vinyl pressing of it with like the liner notes by uh, Lisa Coleman, like a bunch of other people. I don't know. Got a couple cool things, you know. Sounds nice. How about you guys? Christmas, you worked, and then we did presents, and then went to your family. Mhm. Lots of family stuff. And dealt with your nephews and niece. My nephew's fine. <gasps> the little babies. They're cute. Do they like the train? Yes, Lily loved the train. That's yes. all they liked. She, it was the first present she opened, and it was immediately opened and played with, and oh she my didn't God, really? care about any of her other presents. That's so funny. It was hilarious. <laughs> my brother was Santa, and it was really cute. And I love oh. when babies are at the age when they, like, you change one thing about your face, and they're like, who are you? <laughs> I don't know you. What was that called? kid like... was just staring at him like, what are you? Well, I mean, his face was like, 90 percent covered because yeah. it was mostly beard and then like huge santa glasses so mm-hmm. those were just glasses yeah, <laughs> yeah. they're <laughs> not huge they're just they look they're like huge. santa's normal glasses he just wears big glasses okay <laughs> anyway i have a good christmas story i just remembered we're doing presents and we're about to start like the secret santa part of it this is this year my uncle is there and he gets up and he's like, wait, before you guys start, I brought presents for the family. Yeah. And he grabs this like Trader Joe's bag. He pulls out these Bluetooth karaoke microphones. Dope. And gives them to the family members and starts explaining what they are to everyone. And then says, aside, if anyone else wants one, I can get you a really good deal on them. Whoa. Because my uncle, at every family gathering, tries to sell someone something. Is he like in a pyramid scheme or something? He's constantly like... <laughs> just doing whatever you can, like a get-rich-quick scheme. Oh. He's constantly doing that. He's never wanted to have a real job. It was the most awkward, like, ten minutes of him trying wow. to explain how these things work. How to use a And then demonstrating microphone. it. Yeah, like, I'm sure you guys were well aware of how to use a microphone. We were, but like your dad had a couple questions of like how to use it. My dad's really good at making people feel listened to. <laughs> I've never said that before. My, he's got a lot of experience with my uncle. <laughs> that was the funniest part of Christmas to That's me. That's pretty funny. Uh, is his favorite drink from Starbucks water? Probably. <laughs> Probably. Fuck. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Wrapping up Christmas, we saw the Spider-Man movie that came out around Christmas time, Into the Spider-Verse. We went... So spoilers for that, if you haven't seen it, we're going to talk about the movie in full and spoils, <laughs> and it was good. I talked about it a little bit 
on the chessies. Yeah, very briefly. Yeah. It was only like a minute or two because you I saw. I really it. didn't want to ruin it for you yeah. guys. I'm glad you didn't because yeah. it was surprisingly good. Mm-hmm. Like it's really good. I was I wasn't like anticipating it being bad, but I was just surprised at how quality it was. Yeah, yeah. I hate to say it, but like I mean, I was very excited about it just because the animation style, even from what you would see in the trailers and the previews and whatever. It's absolutely beautiful. So yeah. I was like, if anything, this is going to be a cool movie to look at. Like, I, I don't think that will be disappointing. I really like the way that it looks. But I was also kind of expecting, like, on a uh, on a storytelling level, I was just kind of like, ah, oh, Sony's just going to phone in another Spider-Man movie because they contractually have to to keep the rights. Yeah. And that's 100% what I was expecting. And I hate to admit that, but it is. I mean, it's fair yeah. given their last. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it came out the same year as Venom. Let's just say that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, did you like the story of this one? I did. Okay. I thought, no, you, you didn't so much. It just, to me, it wasn't like some amazing story. It was just like, you know, standard superhero movie but like it, it was a fun twist on it just with the different like the yeah. other stories intertwined with miles's but like miles specifically it's just like oh like him coming to terms with the fact that he has powers yeah but like i thought that it was natural for them to kind of stay like in like i don't, I don't want to say it was like a generic story but i mean it's not necessary between like you know all the super movies that we've gotten this year alone. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily anything groundbreaking, but I was okay with that because it really is a movie that like embraces the idea of a comic book mm-hmm. being a movie and not not necessarily a movie adaptation of a comic. Like this was just straight up a comic book if you ask me, you know, which yeah. I thought was so cool. So, and I thought the story was powerful and compelling enough to really like carry itself like as its own movie while like yeah it's not the most original thing like i was still really uh, um invested in it mm-hmm. you know especially with uh the uh the prowler story like that was i thought that was pretty heavy were you surprised by that did that catch you off guard um yeah i'm not super familiar with the like because i remember i remembered like as it was happening like oh yeah I'm not super familiar with, like, Ultimate Spider-Verse. I'm not familiar with it at all, but just, like, in terms of the movie, I was like, oh, okay, so his uncle's Prowler. Because, like, he disappeared, and there was no explanation, and then, like... I didn't didn't really see it coming. Just, who else would it have been? Because it's like, why would they introduce another character this far into the movie? It's like, it's probably going to be his uncle. That's the shady shit he does. I don't know. I was shook. The one I I saw that coming, I didn't see Dr. Olivia being uh Yeah. That was cool. I'm glad they kept that pretty secret. Yeah, that I did not see that coming. That was cool. That's what this movie was so cool cuz like you had there were a lot of villains, but it never really felt oversaturated with a lot of villains because it made it a good point that like Fisk was like the villain yeah. and yes. then, like these were just like his henchmen essentially. Right. And that's why it worked perfectly. And that's I'm so glad that this movie pulled out like Kingpin, which I didn't even know they were going to do. I didn't see that in any of the promotion mm-hmm. or anything. What do you mean? I I didn't know that Kingpin was a villain. I didn't know he was going to be in this movie. Yeah, he was like, in the trailer. At all. I guess I wasn't. <laughs> I was like, yes, I love Post Malone. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, I will say this in, in, in contrast to what your point is about the, 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 the villains. I felt like I enjoyed all the different spider persons. Not persons. Spider entities. Uh, all equally. Uh, I just felt like there was, the spider ham was completely 
pointless in having him in there. Uh, he was funny when he's about you. to fight you. Fuck you. <laughs> no, because <laughs> he's here's my, my problem. Part. The, the, it added, I don't care if he's pointless. He's great. Okay, he he he's fun when he's on scene, but he doesn't add a whole lot to the story. He just exists. Whereas like Noir Bat, uh, not <laughs> Noir Batman, <laughs> Noir, Noir Spider Man, Spider Gwen, the uh, the uh, anime girl, like they all added a little bit to the story. I just didn't feel like he was super poignant, and it felt like the, it made the movie longer by having extra characters involved. What did the anime girl add? She was uh she made the uh the goober. Okay, and what did Noir Spider-Man add? Uh, he had this the kind of the the, dis- the distancing of his character from all the other characters because he's from a different time and like color, so they added. But again, that, that that's another point though. Is like he but also, he didn't add anything to the story, right? So, but my, I guess that the extension of my point then he could be also like uh, removed. And I think it removed. would made it yeah. a little bit tighter. I just don't want it to be only Spider-Ham was the only irrelevant yeah. character because that's bullshit. He stands out more only because he's just there for comic relief, which is funny. But There's felt, nothing wrong with that. No, Everyone I, keeps saying, oh, Spider-Ham was pointless. He was just there to be funny. What's wrong with that? That's a common trope in film. I know, but I'm, for, for me, it was the, the movie felt too drawn out once they introduced everybody. And I felt like they could have tightened up by having a few less characters or made them more, relegate them to more just kind of tertiary entities. Kind of like how Tombstone is just, he's a villain character, but he's a henchman. So he's like there, he's unique, he's different, but he's not just, you know, scientists with guns. Uh, well, I was kind of hesitant about the side characters, like all three of them mm. in general. And so when they finally came on screen, I was like, oh, okay, so they're like a package deal and you didn't really have to deal with them like one on one. I would agree with you if like, sure, like each character had like a 10 minute sequence all on their own. But it was really like they showed up on screen and they were never really on screen on their own. It was all three of them together. So I don't feel like it took away having Spider-Ham or any of them on there because they were never detracting from the story. They were all integral to the story and just like the progression of these different universes finally colliding. True. And I'm not going to say that like they didn't add to the overall story. I just feel like they could have just tightened it up a little bit by having a few, a few less or like an equal number of like villains and heroes. But again, I don't know what, what that looked like in terms of the writing room, what they started out with, if they had more or less, but I don't know. I just felt like that, the Spider-Ham noir, I guess, to your point as well, was kind of just a little bit extra characters didn't really do too, as much as they could have. I feel like they had collectively less than five minutes of screen time, so did it really detract yeah. from the story that much? I because they still they still had to do like, like to see those last three. Thank oh, you. I wanted to see more Peter Porker, which I think is a good thing that we didn't <laughs> end up with more Peter Porker. But um, I I. I it was such a good small dose of Peter Parker. I was intrigued. I just liked how bizarre it was. And I think, you know, when you say, like, you know, Spider-Man Noir kind of brought, you know, like a different, like, era to the Spider-Verse. And you could say the same thing for, like, uh, the... Uh, yeah, whatever. Penny Parker. Yeah. Yeah. Penny Parker. Yeah. You could, I mean, you could kind of make, like, the, the case that, yeah, they both, like, kind of, like, offer different, like, spectrums of, like, the time. And I think that... Um, Peter Porker was just supposed to be like this bizarre thing. It's like, oh my yeah. gosh, this yeah. is how you weird got a problem with cartoons, buddy. Rob, Peter Porker. Like Rob's got a problem with cartoons. It's, okay, hold on. First of all, hold on. It's a, the entire <laughs> movie was a cartoon. <laughs> That's why I love that line. I yes. was like, this is so goofy. I, um, yeah, I just think that like you have Noir Spider-Man, which is the most serious you can get as a Spider-Man, and then on the opposite end you have Peter Porker. It's like the most goofy cartoon Spider-Man. Ridiculous. Yeah, and it's just like it's there to show like this is how different 
the universes can be and still have spider-man in it it's the spider-verse yeah i don't know i just get very passionate because so many people have been complaining yeah. about peter porker to piling me. on it's him like you're wrong <laughs> i wasn't this passionate until everyone started shitting on him i'm not shitting yeah. on him i'm just saying from a movie perspective i think they could have tightened it up by removing a few i think the character itself is good i think it's just the placement in this mythos is maybe they could use it elsewhere because there was other comic relief in the film he was I just feel like he had two minutes of screen time. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like it, it's it, it cut those two minutes. Cut those not not just those two minutes, but like anything that involved. Because you could have done more with the other characters. That's that's at least my perspective on things. Or like the main characters, not just the other side characters. But then John Mulaney couldn't right. put Spider-Man on his resume. I'm, okay, well. Yeah. <laughs> I, if if we're living in a world where John Mulaney can't be in a Spider-Man movie, I don't want to live in this yeah, world. Exactly. They could have they could have easily teased him though, in the after credit scene, and then really built upon that character with some of the other weirder or extreme characters as well. Like they're gonna. I just feel like Peter Porker doesn't. Peter Porker doesn't need any more screen time than he already got. He doesn't need to be teased. Doesn't need he has, to be built up. He, he has is too what much he screen is. time. Is what I'm getting at. He needs less. Yeah. No. He Negative is what he time. is. You don't need to develop a storyline for him. He just existed to be. Yeah. Amazing. Like, if we had a Peter Porker, like, origin story... I don't I think... want that. I want yeah. him to just exist in this yeah. movie in a weird context yeah. and then go back to it. his cartoon. I loved it. It was just so bizarre. That's all I wanted. Yeah. It was great to me. Um, yeah. what, was he, what was he bit by again? He was bit by uh, a radioactive pig? Oh. Yeah. 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 So, wait, how, how does that work, though? Would he... Was he hey, a don't worry about it. Was he, a spider spider was he a spider then? He was bit by a radioactive... I'm confused. He was already a pig. He was a pig, and then he got bit by another pig. <laughs> that it turned into a spider? That make any sense. <laughs> yes, pig plus pig equals spider. That is Haven't absurd. you played Minecraft? It was a radioactive pig, though. That's you don't remember. Oh, oh. You know what? The, pig, the radioactive pig had spider DNA in him, That's why, and he was radioactive. That makes right. sense. I want to okay. get off the Peter so, Porker talk. <laughs> Spider Ham was created when Aunt May Porker irradiated herself, conducting experience with a nuclear powered hairdryer. The radioactive pig <laughs> then bit a spider, and that spider became Spider Ham. So cool. So okay. a radioactive pig bit a spider, and then he became Spider Ham. There we go. Oh, shit. I didn't realize there was like a whole set of comic books from like the 80s. Yeah. Okay. Yes, this I... wasn't just some bullshit character they created <laughs> it for the movie. Felt like they it went was. deep into the Spider-Verse, Rob. <laughs> they went deep into the Spider-Verse. Alright. So that was our ten minute Peter Porker debate. And that really sums up how we felt about <laughs> Oh shit. No. I mean, <laughs> That's like, the entire movie. <laughs> I think it was cool that they like drew from like all these different sources. They made and it, they like, were all real. It's like just, there's an anime girl yeah. Spider Man. Yeah. That was, for, okay, hold on. Can we touch a... on that really quick? That was written oh. by Gerard Way from My Chemical Romance. No, really? it wasn't. Are yes. you for real? Hundred percent. It's That's funny because I was reading about him, and I came across that on Wikipedia. I'm like, what the fuck? And then I re remember, I'm like, oh, that's a character that's in this. And then they mention it later on. If you, when she popped up on the screen, uh, her comic book page, it says Gerard Way on the actual comic book uh, cover. No way. It's it a does. Weeb. Yep. I. He's he's written other comics stuff too. Romance. That's so funny. Does yeah. that mean that Gerard Way's like indirectly a screenwriter for Into the Spider Verse? Uh, I, I, don't think so. like I don't think like a producer or something. He's got to be credited with something, right? Uh, uh, well, while we're talking, I'll look maybe up. like Penny Parker. Pe yeah. Penny Parker, based on blah blah blah. That's really dope. Wow. 
that's that's my boy i'm proud of him no it was cool you know just like all these different universes and stuff and i even like that like the new york that they set it in was like you know like that's kind of what i like about these recent spider-man movies it was it's just like, like they actually feel like they're in new york like they really take advantage of that you know and and i just thought that like all the characters were really cool and did i mention the animation was yeah. gorgeous well i was gonna say not even yes. like okay so it's set in new york it's just also like it's its own thing like it's its own comic book version of new york where it's like you can tell it's different like it's a whole different universe just with the way like it's styled and just the different shots that they have i thought it was like it had its own feel to it especially at the last scenes when he's finally like swinging through and like he's leaving off the buildings like it just looked, oh my god that like such a gave me chills right seeing him jump backwards and like the upside down shot of him oh man it was so cool mm-hmm. it was great it was a great movie i just love I, how different uh... the city was like pdny like all that yeah weird, the weird <laughs> yeah stuff. exactly because yeah. when, that... when, when it first started i was like that's weird. Why is it spelled like it, it didn't click until later on when when uh, uh, attractive blonde Peter died, and I was like, "Oh, right, this is not six one six. My biggest problem with this movie was blonde Peter Parker. What about him? When's he ever been blonde? That's that's. I don't the, remember blonde. This is the Miles think, time, uh, uh, universe, so this he is was the blonde. wrong universe. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not, not our universe. So uh, yeah. the the canonical traditional Marvel universe is six one six, and that was a different number. And it shows, I think it's like 1840 or something like that. If, when they show them uh, running the collider uh, early in the film, it shows all those different like dots connecting together. You see where all the other characters are being pulled from. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, 40-year-old Peter is 616. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Who's the actor that voiced him again? Uh, uh, new girl guy. Jake yeah. Johnson. Yeah. Like he he's he's our he's yeah. our Peter Parker. He's my yeah. Peter Parker. Yeah. <laughs> he he was great and I thought that he was really funny. I'm glad that they um he's I'm glad that he really was cast. Everybody was cast so well in this yeah. movie. Like the whole cast. Like yeah. I, I I mean I could go around and nitpicking everybody, but like just everybody that I was watching was like, Wow, this is exactly who needs to be voicing these characters. Specifically Lily Tomlin as uh Aunt May. I was like, What? I didn't know that until later. I was like, that's awesome. Uh, Mahershala Ali as the yes, I, I couldn't yes. think of his name. I'm like, I know who this fucking guy is, but I cannot think of what yeah. his name is. Yeah, no, he just... has the perfect voice for that kind of character. Oh man, yeah, just everybody was great. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to, I want to stay in the Spider Verse forever. I really <laughs> like the action scenes of it because I feel like a lot with like superhero movies, the action scenes can get kind of jumbled and just very like jump cutty. But at the end, especially that huge battle scene and the collider, I thought it was oh, just. Man. It was so cool, especially when it's Fisk versus Miles, just like yeah. all the different colors that were happening at the same time. I thought it looked so cool. And I was like, yeah. I just want two hours of this. Very just... stylistic. Just, yeah, just beautiful animation. The It's just such a big payoff for like really taking, I think, a risk in um, doing something way differently, different uh, artistically. See, if, if I think it's funny that, that they had, um, they made Venom as live action film, given that. And then the then they did this yeah they could they could have done something so much more powerful if they made venom like a comic book styled film and then made this and then created their own like little microverse of marvel sony properties and gone their own direction because they wouldn't be beholden to the mcu proper but instead they decided to like we're gonna get on that train because we got the spider boy in there and do all that cool stuff with tom holland so for a long time i thought they just kind of made venom because they wanted to get on the uh r-rated um superhero movie train but venom wasn't even rated r right yeah that was a misstep from what i understand it wasn't even like close (laughs) Uh, (laughs) well i i think they just wanted that because they wanted their own trilogy with their own actor and they wanted to like 
show like we can still make movies in the spider-man lore but not be spider-man and then yeah. i think with this one they're like well we're gonna make another spider-man but we can't do a live action because marvel's currently doing that so like how can we separate him enough and so i feel like that's why they had like such the hard shift to like this animation and this story like where it's not even peter parker it's miles morales anybody and... could be spider-man that's the beautiful moral of this movie yeah mm-hmm. Anybody could be, and, and it gives them if because the direction going this direction versus just like a single like Earth six one six or whatever else, this gives them the freedom to do so much more, and create their own whole franchise based on that. Whereas if they just made another Peter Parker Spider Man, I feel like they'd be very locked in with like what they can do and what stories they could tell. Yeah, yeah. And then, but the other challenge too here is that with this kind of signals is, Sony's not willing to sell off the rights to Spider Man still. And so no. that character is going to be kind of challenging going forward with uh, Disney. But if they keep people on board at Sony that, like, clearly, as they did with this movie, know what they're doing with the characters and stuff, I'm not opposed to having, like, a different mm-hmm. cinematic Spider-Man alongside Tom Holland's Spider-Man that we oh, have same. in the MCU. I, I, agree. Yeah. I, think it, I think it makes sense. It doesn't really seem like the two are, like, at odds with each other. It's not like this, like, you know, a studio pissing contest like we have with, like, Marvel versus DC or what You know what I mean? Like, it, it seems like the two movies are different enough in their own universe that, like, yeah, we can have... Yeah. Like they're not cinematic retellings of the Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Verse. Yeah, because so they're not. Cool they're not trying to tell the same story. They're like totally different things, and they're like, it's fine. Spider-Verse forever. Do you like it better than Homecoming? I need to see Homecoming again. Thinking about that, because I really liked Homecoming. Homecoming, I thought was really fun. It was fun. Yeah. Um, well, it's hard for me to really compare them because they're different genres of movies. Like, yeah. Homecoming, you know, it's like a uh, it's like a teen comedy, a la like John Hughes or whatever, and this is literally just like a comic book movie. It's like if you were to like Xerox a comic book and like it came to life or whatever. This is that movie. So it's you know two very different movies, the way that I look at it. So I don't know if I were to compare the two, I think I'd have to really like look at like how they take, you know, just. Look at it on a very basic, like, storytelling level. Like, which movie tells, like, the most satisfying story? Which one comes full circle more with, like, the character arc or whatever? I don't know. To be determined. Hmm. You've thought a lot about it. Because right now, I would probably rate Into the Spider-Verse better. Just because I feel like Homecoming, sure, it's a good MCU movie. It's still, like, another MCU movie. And this one is such a breath of fresh air, for me at least. And I'm like, "I, I... like into the spider verse better i like seeing like you said like a comic book just on a big screen yeah. like i like that style to me that's more entertaining and like it has more rewatchability because yeah. there's so much you can look at each time you watch it this was more memorable for me yeah exactly like, homecoming was a good spider-man movie but this was a really cool miles yeah. morales movie yeah this was just a yeah, cool absolutely movie Mm-hmm. Like not like it doesn't have to be tied to Spider Man. Yeah, I know, just it was of... more memorable. It was a breath of fresh air because yeah. it wasn't the same story over and over again. Yeah, absolutely. That's mm-hmm. that's kind of my feeling too. I think as a visual artistic kind of thing, it's way more memorable and pretty and enjoyable. But from like a story perspective, I think they're kind of on the same um, page. They both have their flaws. I think they both need work. But I, I would say I'd probably give give the nod more towards Spider Verse because as far as like origin films, 
for an entry into the MCU, Homecoming was kind of weak in comparison of the other like first shots that you've had in the past. So I would say this is probably overall just a, a nudge above uh, Homecoming. Yeah, because on top of everything else we've mentioned, like the soundtrack and the score of Into the Spider Verse is like another yeah. standout thing. And like yeah. you think of Homecoming, and you're like, I can't remember any music or score from Homecoming that stood out to me. And so it's like Into the Spider Verse has this whole other thing, just like going for it that Homecoming doesn't. All I remember about Spider-Man: Homecoming is that Donald Glover did not record an original song for the soundtrack, which is a wasted opportunity. Yeah. I was just going to agree with Cody. Like, the score, I did not expect to be, like, good, let alone memorable. Yeah. Like, <laughs> to me, the Prowler theme is yeah. so fucking good. Yeah. And it's, I keep, th- like, I keep listening to that because it's such a cool it's different. A really good score. And it, I'm not even familiar with the composer, but it was really good. The soundtrack was great. I love that Sway Lee Post Malone song. Big fan. There's just a lot of really cool music like that they kind of like put throughout the movie. Really, um, really impressed. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of the, the fundamental flaw with the majority of Marvel films. They don't do a great job of kind of scoring the films. There is like a, a usually a singular song that it like taught not even a tong- song like an actual like just score that signifies that like uh, franchise injury. And they don't even have their own like theme song or anything else like a few exceptions like you've got uh iron man is obviously the song iron man by um black sabbath uh or you have got uh you know the 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 soundtrack as an entirety for uh, guardians like one and two but aside from those two there's not really a huge opening Uh, this this is where sony can really shine because they have such a huge breadth of uh power when it comes to the music industry they can pull these different talents like a post malone and like really do a great job of uh, sculpting your experience by uh, introducing great music to it. Are you guys ready to rate it? Yeah. Out of 10 spider pigs? Out of 10 spider pigs. I think one is enough. Out of 10 cartoon <laughs> hammers. Okay. That, 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 that fit in your pocket. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. that was cute. <laughs> so Tyler gave it a 9. I'm also going to give it a 9. I would put it on my honorable mentions for movies of the year. Definitely. Just came out too late. <laughs> yeah, it did. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I wouldn't put it in my top 3, but top 5. Definitely. What about you, Britt? Uh, eight and a half. I'm gonna give it an eight. Get out of here, Rob. Oh, she, she gave she gave Peter it a. Porker. She like loves Peter Porker. She only gave it half a point. Come on now, it's ridiculous. Because he wasn't that big of part of the movie. Could if he was a bigger part of the movie, she would have loved it more. You could have yeah, ten out of ten. I want a Spider Ham movie. Starring John Mulaney. Okay, okay. counterpoint. If I want, like, a short. <laughs> I want John Mulaney just to direct himself so as wait, Spider-Ham you want, for, like, want the an Looney internet Tunes video. shorts of Spider-Pig. I love that it was, like, not even animated. It's just him in the recording. I room. want it to be John just Mulaney talking. with, like, a pig nose on <laughs> playing the role of Spider-Ham. Oh. Like, no, guys, just go with it. It's fine. Is it my turn, Cody? Yes. <laughs> That's fine. It's your turn again. How is it my turn again? What would you do? I moved a piece. Which piece? I moved my rook. Why? <laughs> <laughs> he said that so like, what? Why would you Why? do this? Why? How did he end up there? I, I took your rook. You took... No. <laughs> <laughs> you... I'm not like oh. hiding this from you. Yeah, you are. No. How dare you? Disclosed. How dare you, Cody? Every move. I feel... Really blindsided right now. Yeah, I know. Hella Sandra Bullock. You're focused. Not, not Bird Box. You're focusing on your pawns too much. <laughs> Bird Box. 
Has anybody been into the Bird Box yet? No. no. Is anybody I'm going into the? I've heard really good things, but I don't care. Is it bad? If, yeah, is it bad that I'm not? I don't know. Yeah, it's See, terrible of you. How dare you? <laughs> so I didn't think I would ever watch it, so I read the plot summary, and yeah. it sounds like an interesting concept, but kind of like Quiet Place, but blind instead of mute, I guess, is yeah, what they have to go for. When I heard about it, I was like, this just sounds like a quiet place. Yeah, and like it sounds fine and whatnot, but... When I read like the ending, I was like, "This feels so like rushed and incomplete." Maybe this is not a bird box review. This is a I don't care. Uh, I'll maybe watch it later. You're in check. Check. I just like all the memes about people not knowing who Sandra Bullock is. Is, Uh, Yeah, what's up with that? It's just the young, the youths that are like the lady (laughs) from Bird Box. That's Miss Congeniality to you. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Unbelievable. I, when she was watching, I got I got a very uh, Children of Men kind of vibe from it. I don't know if that is meaningful, but that's just kind of the, the the thing I was getting from it. That's what you got out of it. But the ending to me seemed kind of kind of bland. Yeah, it sounded from reading the ending, it sounded very whatever and boring and not very fulfilling. What is going on over there? Who is knocking those pieces over? I'm one guess. Uh, on. Tyler's Tyler, upset. Tyler, are you upset? <laughs> Do you want to talk about it? No. Do we want to talk about 2018? Sure. So uh, 2018 was uh, an interesting year. I can't wait to see what next year brings because uh, it can only like go. Nothing really happened to you, Rob, so I don't know what you have to talk no, about. No, as, as, as like a general <laughs> statement, I'm like, as, as, a, as a global, like, the I don't year give a has shit about been, that. The, I want to hear about you. Oh, fuck. I got a job and I moved. <laughs> Whoop. That's a lot of big changes. <laughs> and we sold our like, house. And, and bought a new one. And well, we, no, 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 we're it. renting. Call, settle down. We're <laughs> renting. We can't afford <laughs> a house out here. Yeah, I guess that's it. The few little things that happened. <laughs> okay. Nothing big. Yeah. Nothing big. Yeah, I didn't want you to have like a huge like explanation. Just if your highlights of the year, your favorite moments. Oh, I graduated from college. That's the other thing I did. Yeah, just nice. the three huge things that adults do. Yeah, just two giant milestones. You're so nonchalant about everything that happens to you ever. But is that, then is that bad? <laughs> then bring up animated spider pigs. But that fucking him, pig, I swear to God. <laughs> watch him get an opinion. You're so Italian. <laughs> you can't see when I'm talking with my hands over here. I'm very upset. What about you, Tyler? What about me? Did you have a decent 2018? I made it. <laughs> any any cool moments? I don't know. What did I do this year? <laughs> Saw Ron Jeremy at a bar. <laughs> we heard about that. I like Stevie Wonder. That was cool. I don't know. It was just kind of like a year. This is a hunker down year for you. Getting ready for next year. I feel like I I got a lot of time to reflect on some personal things. I don't know what exactly that I feel at liberty to talk about on the show. Are you looking forward to 2019? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we can get Uh, to that. Yeah, yeah. You can, you can, yeah, you can cut to that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to 2019. I feel like 2018 has been a year of personal growth. For me, I think that maybe it's been on a very introspective level, but it's got me excited to enter the new year. I'm, I'm ready for it. Bring it on. What about you, Britt? How was 2018 for you? It was okay. I feel like I'm moving slowly into a very positive direction, which is cool. No highlights? Every dog I ever saw this year. <laughs> There's my highlights. Yeah. I don't know. How about you? Uh, yeah, I think it was a good year. We went to Disneyland. That was always fun. That's always fun. It was nice to go back there. I got a new car, so that was an experience. Hey. 
I don't like spending money on that. Yeah, definitely the Oregon trip was nice. It's been a while since I took a week-long vacation and actually went somewhere. And then on the other end, we took a, another Flagstaff trip. And I like doing those short little ones as well, just because it's nice to get out, see see some forest, see some green, get out of the Vegas city. Those are probably the highlights for me for this year. Traveling, I guess. Here's the wholesome, the wholesome part. What are your goals for 2019? Me specifically? Who wants to start? I Tyler. can go. Cody wants to start. <laughs> Cody wants to start. Tyler has to move his chest piece. Aggressively. <laughs> yep. Yep. Thanks for that. What did you do? You I took your like pawn. three times. What do you, what? It's playing checkers. What do you chess. mean? I moved diagonally. How? With my queen. <laughs> it's like every time he's never played chess. I know. <laughs> what? Your piece can do this? Ridiculous. Is this my sideways man? <laughs> Uh, good old sideways man. <laughs> That's my favorite comic no, book hero. this is diagonal man. Yes, oh you're God. right. Okay. Those are called bishops. Diagonal man. <laughs> With the power to move diagonally. Exactly. My goals, I wanted to get back into the gym because now that Brittany's going to be full-time at one job. Because it's easier going to the gym when you have someone to go with. And on top of that, it was annoying going to the gym when Brittany would go to bed early because I would go home, hang out, have dinner, she would go to bed, and then I would go to the gym, and by the time I got home, I'd be pretty much ready to go to bed, so it's like I wasn't doing anything, I had no time for anything. No, she can stay up later, we can go, both go to the gym later. Uh, that's that's good for you, but I thought you were about to do an on-air proposal to me to be your gym buddy. I mean, do you want to go to the gym? That's really where I thought that was going to go. Do you have a gym membership? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> All of them. <laughs> yes, I have a membership to every gym. Yeah. So yeah, I want to get more consistent with the gym, and I think my ultimate like fitness goal is to do another Spartan race, Spartan sprint, I think, for the year. I'm sure I can get Eddie on board with that, and I could force him to do one with me. There's that. Uh, I want to play D&D more, be more, yes. be more consistent with that. Again, that's tied into Brittany's full-timeness. Those are probably my biggest goals achieves dreams of the year that's pretty much it otherwise stay consistent with everything else who wants to go next so i want to get more technically competent my job so spending more time learning outside of work uh and you know that will tie into promotions and all kind of crap so uh the other thing i'm planning on doing is traveling so i believe it's late september i'm going to be going to iceland with two of my friends to Ooh. check out the uh, Aurora Borealis. They want to go for two weeks. I don't nice. know how I feel about two weeks um, out of the country and away from work. So we'll see how that goes. And then I think we're going to try to plan some trip with uh, my wife and I to do something uh, maybe in the States, maybe out of the States at some point. But we've not ever gone on a honeymoon or anything else like that if we got married. So try to do something different to break up the monotony. Plans with Madeline or no idea yet? No idea. We're still Just getting go with the flow. Yeah, we're trying to figure out our uh, uh, financial situation now that we live here and get, starting to get paid regularly and you know all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, and then we're gonna try to figure something out that way and go visit and uh, somewhere, and then also have people visit. So I already have my parents are coming, my friend Donald and his wife are coming, and my other friend Sherry are. He's coming to visit, so that'll be fun. Uh, but it's gonna be a busy first couple months of the year. Yeah, I think that's maybe get a dog or a cat. Another? Another. Pesto. Give Junior. Pesto a little brother. Whether it be a dog or a cat, one of the two. Um, but you have to name it Pesto. 
<laughs> well, I want to start off the year. I want to. I want to cut all my hair off. I was thinking about waiting. Yeah, I know. You've been that's, talking about that for a while. So. I know. I think I'm finally gonna do it. So that's all. Hopefully, that'll start off the new year on a on a note. What kind of note? I don't know. A short note. I have short note. A. I haven't had short hair in a few years, so that's gonna weird some people out. So I guess my goal in 2019 is to get real weird. And then, that's a good goal. I don't know. There's just a couple little things I want to do. You know, I kind of want to. I don't know, I'm looking for another job, so I'm hoping to get something else that I'm doing, be that a second job, or, you know, maybe a job where I make a lot of money or something like that, that would be cool. But I would like to be doing something that's, you know, personally fulfilling for me as well. So I guess 2019 is going to be about doing a little soul-searching about what that would be exactly. Um, There's a lot of secret projects that I really want to, get going hell yeah this year, you know secret projects. secret projects yes you know just stuff that's like maybe artistically fulfilling like and uh winning a chess it's game it's a secret oh yeah there's chess is an art so yes so that's um, one of your goals win a chess game in 2019 <laughs> mark my words i believe i'm gonna i believe in you i'm gonna i'm gonna destroy this board no don't do that well, like they need a, that metaphorically like, not metaphorically. Oh, okay yeah sounds like a solid year yeah. plan oh and I wanna, I wanna start riding my bike to work. I wanna be like Pee Wee Herman, you know, riding, riding his bike to his barista job. Even in the summer. Every day. Okay. Since I'm not your gym buddy, that's how I'm gonna lose Aww. weight. I'm gonna be sweating out on my bike. I'm going to work. Show up to work like just like drenched. drenched. <laughs> yeah. What's up, guys? Let's get this bread. <laughs> 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 anyway, yeah, I don't know. That's so funny. 2019 is going to be sweaty. Brittany? I'm excited to have some normalcy in my life for once. I've never had a normal job. I'm excited to not wake up at 3 a.m. anymore. I'm excited to stay up past 7.30 at night. Like 9 o'clock. Weird. Mm -hmm. I'm just ready to have a regular schedule because I've never had that maybe since like high school. It's going to be weird. Graduating college. Getting your... Not degree, but your I certificate. Like, I graduated college like three years ago, bro. You know what I meant. <laughs> Getting my certificate. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it'll be done this year. Yay. Mm-hmm. I want, it'll be done at like the end of the year if it's done this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to get better at my job, my new job. Oh, I just want to feel better about myself in every way. Like going to the gym and getting healthier and sleeping normally and having a fulfilling job and feeling financially independent again because I haven't been for a long time. <laughs> and that's the worst feeling in the world. That's what I want this year. Heck yeah. And I want to be more less cynical about everything. <laughs> I think getting out of customer service will help that a lot. I'll still deal with stupid people, but their problems will actually be more significant than what their coffee tasted like. Yeah, I want to be able to afford a haircut next year. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's your main goal you can do what i'm doing and just chop it all off you could no i can't do that again no 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 i mean like shave it all off no like, yeah shave it off. get like no. completely buzzed, buzzed i want to feel better about myself i said wouldn't you feel better about yourself if you had a cool twin no i'd probably like cry and lock myself in my room until i die don't do that please then don't make me shave my head all right deal okay all right it's 2018 2019 we're going to party like it's 1982, the year that Prince released 1999. Okay, I was like, what? 
Bojack Horseman. Yeah, I was like, that's a Mr. Peanut Butter quote, isn't it? Uh, I mean, uh, Tyler's in check. He hasn't moved. Oh, I fucking lost. <laughs> okay. Jesus Christ. Second. Good game. Good. GG. GG. Good game. Okay. That'll be it for this year slash the beginning of the new year. Hope you guys survived the New Year's Eve, whatever parties you went to. Hope you got home safe. I am not going to be hungover this New Year's. Whoa, that's a resolution right there. I was hungover as fuck last year. We'll see if we can continue the trend. That was bad. So thanks for listening to our podcast in 2018. We appreciate you. Leave us a comment or something. Go to our Twitter, chess underscore talk. And we also have the website, chesstalk.podbean.com. Go to our iTunes and drop us a review. And we'll chess you out next week.